minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's a Daily Talk Show, episode 165. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Woo. That's, uh, How are you that, feeling? Yeah, that's yeah. I'm feeling good. I I'm reminded of as to why I um have laid off partying and drinking uh, as hard as I did over the weekend. Uh, because I remember feeling like this a lot in my early twenties, but now I'm thirty and it's um and I've definitely slowed down doing that. So it's a Monday morning, and I felt like I could have kept sleeping all day. And so, uh, happy birthday, by the oh, way. thanks, bro. Um, uh, you're now the big three zero. Yeah, it's all good. Um, Feeling good. So, so you had a you had a party. Tell me about it. I wasn't there. What what went on? What was was there any controversies? Any fights? Punch ons? <laughs> no, mate. If there was a punch on at my thirtieth birthday, I it would be the worst birthday ever. Like, if there's ever a fight at your own party. Something, something bad. Like you probably need to either look at your friendship group or uh, just look at yourself in the mirror and then punch yourself. No, no, no. It's um it, the best thing about the party was that it was like a small group of people for dinner, and um, mm. it was people who I love, and that's the and and that's all I wanted just to be around a good group of people, and everyone loved the food, everyone loved each other's company. It was great. Had an awesome night. Got some. Um, got. I've got to let, mention. Let me just tell you know this story, Josh, because you're a part of it. You're you're fifty percent mm-hmm. of this story. But for everyone oh, else, great. I got this. So I got this message on Saturday, which was the day of my birthday, from Josh. Mm-hmm. It was lovely. Little, uh, you know, little passage about our friendship and and happy birthday. And then he sent a screenshot of a present that he had bought me. Um, digital, uh, a digital present essentially. Well, you you sent me a receipt. Digital confirmation. Digital, yeah, digital confirmation. <laughs> it wasn't a receipt. It, it wasn't <laughs> like I was like, mate, this is uh, this is what I spent. It was a tasteful confirmation email. Yeah, with just the the product, you know, a, a photo of the product yeah. and what the product was. Yeah, it was and awesome. your address. It was a great idea because I I was like. To me, in my head, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm overseas. I can't really get you anything." <laughs> but, but you were like, "It's a, it's a good. If you want to get someone something, buy them something online, and then just send them the screenshot of the confirmation. Great idea." Anyway, so you did that, and it blew mm-hmm. me away. You bought me AirPods. I told everyone, mm-hmm. "Check out this! I got AirPods." They're like, "They're AirPods, you, you fucking no. idiot." You fucked it. This is why you don't have AirPods because you don't even know what they're called. Because I kept on asking, "Are the AirPods in stock?" They said, "No." <laughs> well, you've always had a bit of a pushback to my AirPods, but um, the thing is, you're the minority because, yeah. um, especially before I left to go away, I was constantly on calls and stuff on my AirPods, and I would see uh, Jimmy, our mate. Uh, walking by with his AirPods and you would sometimes talk about like you would use any opportunity to complain if you couldn't hear me properly when I was using my AirPods like mate it's it's fucking windy are you using the AirPods or the EarPods as you probably call (laughs) them but I I knew deep down there was a little bit of you that was like you wouldn't mind a pair of AirPods (laughs) yeah of course well they're they're an expensive toy for your ear Um, anyway you you bought me a pair of AirPods, 
and <laughs> it was amazing. I was like, holy shit, fuck yeah, thanks, bro. Anyway, um, the party comes, you know, 7 p.m., people start arriving. Jimmy rocks up, and he's got. He's like, do you want your present now or later? He's like, mate, whenever <laughs> you want to give it to me, you give it to me. All right, now. And so he goes off and gets his presents, just like, like this bag, and he's like, "Sorry, couldn't wrap it, mate." It's just classic, classic bloke, just in a in a bag that he bought it from the shops in. And so he hands it over to me. I feel it, and I'm thinking, "Oh fuck, I don't I don't want to get ahead of myself here." But I open it up, and I hadn't got ahead of myself. He'd bought me AirPods, which <laughs> I just looked at him, and his face, my face, probably he was probably like, "I've nailed this." And then I look yeah. at him and I'm like... What was your oh. facial... What was your response, do you think? Oh, I think I was just like... not. Um, it was like almost a bit cheeky, like... <gasps> I knew it. <laughs> and then I pull them out and I go, hang on a second. I pulled out my phone and I said... Yeah. Josh sent me this just before, and I showed him the um, the receipt of the the confirmation. <laughs> confirmation like, email. Oh fuck! <laughs> so you bought me the. I got had two pairs of AirPods. Classic. Well, it 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 worked out all right because I was able to um, cancel my order. Yeah. But it's always risky. You know, you only have to uh, speak to uh, Derek uh, from the What Now podcast. He bought a macbook pro and then how long was it was it, oh. it was a week later yeah i saw him n- not even a week maybe yeah maybe four or five days after he bought it and i said to him he's, he's on it he's like oh that's the um i got the new i got the, i got a new macbook pro it's just yep. come over from using pcs whole whole entire life um and i said oh there is a new one that like just came out, like a brand new one. And he got the model before, which was like the week before. <laughs> so he got it just before it came out. And he said to me that the guy at the Mac store said, oh, yeah, I'm not sure when the new one's coming out, which is he either just wasn't listening in the staff meeting or he knew and he just couldn't be bothered. But I said to him... Well, I, I don't reckon- think they would. It was, it was, I think it was long enough um, beforehand, even like a week before... Mm. If it hasn't been announced to the public, like the Apple Store dude wouldn't have known. Really? But it was good. Yeah. No, they wouldn't yeah, know. And they the call themselves was, geniuses. <laughs> yeah, they're geniuses with very little information. <laughs> they, they, Man, talk about the geniuses. When I had my MacBook Pro uh, fuck up when I... Because um, I had the first touch bar uh, MacBook Pro a couple of years ago. And I ordered it online. I was actually in Fiji on holidays. I woke up at 4.30 in the morning to watch the live announcement because I knew that they were announcing something. Anyway, I pre-ordered it and uh, got it a month later when it was officially coming out and the computer wasn't working. Mm. So I took it into the the Apple store and there was only this is how much apple has changed in regards to the way they operate you know like 10 years ago macs were their bread and butter mm. and now obviously the iphone has taken over but there was only one guy who in on the whole genius bar that was certified to actually work on macs wow. and so i pull out my macbook pro and he says oh this is the first time i've used one of these new macbook pros like Jeez. this is this is the fucking genius bar dude, Ugh. and so um yeah I think that there's there's oh, so much. We'll just close the loop tape. for Derek Derek's story. We'll close the, close the loop yeah. there. So Derek 
bought the Mac, the older MacBook Pro, which was basically obsolete in the eyes of anyone who's just bought the MacBook Pro when the new one comes out the week after. So I said to him, yeah. mate, I reckon you could probably take it back. And he, sure enough, he took it back. He, he said he walked in and out with the brand new MacBook Pro within seven minutes, which is pretty good. He, he was they ready were, for a fight too. Yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he had his Muay Thai shorts on, and he was <laughs> he was ready for some. Fuck, boxing. You wouldn't want to mess with Derek in Muay Thai shorts. Is that really a thing? Has he? Have you ever seen Derek wear Muay Thai shorts? I've never seen Derek in Muay Thai shorts. But um, there yeah, is one. I thi- actually did. Yeah, go on. I was just going to say about about the party. Just sort of in closing, mm. amazing weekend, followed by Father's Day the following day. Which was yeah, it's it's a super weekend. Next next year, my birthday falls on Father's Day, which is awesome on a Sunday. So it's a double whammy. Is it awesome? It's sort of the, the double whammy. You don't get sort of two cakes or two I'm, sort of no, uh, separate I'm, days. I'm glad it's not th- on my thirtieth because I got to have a weekend. Yeah, that's of celebration. True. Next ne- this uh, next year, thirty one, useless. I'll just enjoy my day with my son and my wife, uh, and Josh. And um, probably yeah. doing the podcast. No, uh, but we, we don't go as hard as we used to. The the amount of people that sort of just like, um, just kind of like fell off sort of come nine o'clock. It was amazing. Yeah. And I just remember like, because I think- It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Just, you sound excited. Like it's amazing. It was great. No, it was amazing. Everyone was gone by 9.30. <laughs> In comparison to, and they, like these are all people I've grown up with forever. So- you know, we've been hanging out since we were 15 and, you know, partying. And so I've had all my birthdays and a lot of these people have been there along the way and we'd go hard. But as we've all got older, it's it's amazing how people just, no one's up for going as hard as they used to. And it's just, <laughs> it's good. It's a good thing, but it's a thing that I'm seeing with age. It's like, you know, some people put in a good effort, but others were just a bit tired and I don't blame them. <laughs> well, well, someone someone that did put in a good effort was BMAC. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I, I received a video <laughs> call from him 2.30 a.m. Melbourne time. Yeah. And um, he actually did tell me a story. I said, yeah, anything crazy happened? He said someone did throw a chair down some stairs. Did that did that happen or is he, is he oh, talking shit? No, I actually don't know about that. But the story that he okay. didn't tell you... Um, was that no, he, he did as well? He the, spilled the, the drink. The booze that he spilled. Yeah. Oh, I made I made him a margarita and he spilt it, and it was onto like where we were having the birthday was in a gallery, and the the wooden floorboards are sort of old, and they've got a few little you know liquid can get down through them, and then underneath them is basically just the the uh, goes down through to the next floor. And so downstairs is a, a bar and it was pumping and the margarita spilt onto the ground through the floorboards and was dripping onto people waiting to get a drink at the bar. <laughs> it's not a good look. No, they look up, open up their mouth, it's raining margaritas. <laughs> I wonder if, did they know that it was margarita? Had they gotten to the point where they'd worked out what the liquid was? No, nah, no. Nah, the, the, um, the owner of the bar, a friend of mine, she came up and... Wiped it up. She informed us, yeah, yeah. it's leaky on the bar. And <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic. 
Well, the actual uh, before um, what I was going to say about the the Apple thing was, and specifically about the Derek story, was when you're buying an Apple product, the first thing I do is make sure that a new one's not about to come out. Uh. So there was a bit of research there in the sense of um, there'd been rumors that there would be uh, new AirPods coming. Yeah. But um, I had read an article that said, uh, I think that's like water resistant AirPods or something like new versions wouldn't be coming out until next year. Okay, good. At least I can, so, I can go hard on them. I've, yeah, exactly. Uh, I've got, just don't go in, uh, don't go in the pool with them. <laughs> Are they easy to set up? I haven't set them up yet. You- oh, yeah, they're so they're so easy. But the um, there's been a heap of I've gotten right back into following Apple rumors and Ooh. news, which is very JJ two thousand and six. Like I used to wake up every morning when there was announcements. Uh, like put my alarm on for three a.m. This was you know this was when Steve Jobs was alive and doing the keynotes and um, it was before they actually live streamed the events. Oh, yeah. So what you'd do is you'd go to like uh, Engadget or another blog like The Verge and what they would do is they would have real-time blogs that would just automatically refresh with and they would connect up DSLRs to their computers. Oh, yeah. So they would take still photos so you'd be watching these still photos come in of like the big presentations and they'll be constantly writing. But um, I just, I, anytime there was a, an iOS update when they were updating any of that stuff, I'd get so excited. And they've actually um, got a big event coming up um, in September this month. What is it? Is it hard to add so, do more announcements? Yeah, so there's, it's been one of the biggest uh, leaks in history, I reckon, in Apple history. I'm just going online to have a look at what they're saying, the latest stuff. But basically, um, what happens is when there's going to be an announcement specifically um, you know, around new iPhones or whatever it is, journalists will get an invite maybe you know two weeks out. So our mate Trevor Long, who we've had on the podcast, I'm sure he would have gotten an invite in his email, which basically says, "Hey, uh, come to uh, you know um, Cupertino or wherever it is to find out some exciting news." And they they say fuck all in these um, in these uh, invitations. Yeah. But what a guy did, and what this is really common, is developers pick through the apple.com website they go like into you know areas that the public can't see they go into all different folder structures they they even go into um the future updates of the iphone so what they can do is they can go say if there's an iphone update they could go in and inspect some of the uh, the details and they mm. might find a line of code which describes a new size screen or something oh, like that yeah, that's yeah, used yeah. for code and they say okay so we know this but um that's, that's yeah, genius. so if you have a look at, yeah so if you if you look at that is a real genius yeah if you um if you, he knows more than the actual genius at the genius bar <laughs> But if you go to, uh, if you just type in Apple leaks into Google today, you will see there's images. This is one of the first times we've seen this. There's an actual promo image, an official image 
of the next iPhone really? 10, which is called the iPhone 10s. iPhone 10s. Apple leaks iPhone yeah. XS. XS, which is 10s. This 10S, is the problem yeah. they're having. Oh the, wow! All of these naming conventions. So there's the. I think there's going to be the 10s, and then there's also going to be the 10 plus. Holy shit! But, um, What's going to be the a, problem? Is how much yeah. better is the 10s? What could be better oh, about it? This is, yeah, this is the thing. I mean, the thing that gives me the shits about, especially even when you um, read tech news and they talk about the iPhones or the Samsungs or whatever it is, they always hype it up as this is Apple's best iPhone yet. Uh, of course. Like like we should be surprised. It's like, yeah, of course it fucking should be the best iPhone. It's the, the next iPhone. Yeah. Like... Shouldn't that just be a given? 100%. I remember my friend had the first iPhone and it was before it came out in Australia. He had like an American friend send over one. And God, I thought that was the best thing on earth. And it is. When something first comes out, like they've got better and better. But the reality is it was there was nothing like seeing this new thing for the first time that just... Yeah. Yeah, it felt like... Yeah, it felt so different to now they just come out. It's like how until they put them until they insert it into your head, the it's mm. it's the screens are just as impressive like the iPhone 10. You don't even have an iPhone 10. You you you've got an aversion to them. You and Jules Land. Yeah. Nah. Uh, I, I fucking, fucking hate them. Fucking hate them. The face the face <laughs> I did, detection. I did your bullshit. impersonation as you did it. Yeah. I fucking hate them. <laughs> no. It, no, the the face the facial recognition is bullshit. It like seeing Brie try and use Apple Pay uh, with her phone as she's like having to like lift her head up over the FPOS machine just so it like it's just it makes no sense. I mean, your thumb is conducive to <laughs> yeah. a, a good iPhone Seven Plus. <laughs> yeah, if anything, they need to increase the size of the thumbprint, but the um. But for people interested, uh, September 12 is the uh, US is when they're going to be um, unveiling these new phones. Yeah. And um, I've heard uh, rumors as well of uh, new Apple Watches. So they're doing like a bigger, bigger Apple Watch face. You're going to have an Jimmy- iPad on your, on your wrist. Yeah, exactly. Well, Jimmy's going to be upset because Jimmy, who bought you the AirPods, yeah. he was really happy with himself because he bought an Apple Watch maybe um, yeah. <laughs> uh, this would have been four or five months ago and um, after I think it may have been seeing mine and he, he liked the look of them and he, he said, oh, look what I got. I said, geez, it's small. <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? And I didn't even realize. I actually thought that Jimmy lifts a lot so I thought that he was just, he almost reminds me of Jimmy Neutron. He's just got <laughs> that real sort of character, big chest, big, big chest big big arms yeah. anyway he i thought that it was just his arms but it turns out that he'd um <laughs> he'd bought the the small i think it's like 30 32 mil or something the, the smaller smaller yeah the watch. small one so yeah it looked it looked like a novel size watch on on his arm because he's so big <laughs> and then he um he ended up going and just buying the new one selling the other one to his brother or something <laughs> yeah that's it, mate. The amount of shit that I've sold, like Apple stuff that I've sold to my brother over the years is just a, uh, it's been so tokenistic because it's like 
lost its value so much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, I feel like the only person I can sell it to is him because well, otherwise I feel like I'm getting ripped off. If you keep it in the family, you can at least think that it's like Apple, ha- they haven't, they're not, you, you, they're still having the price. You're, you're not getting, yeah. yeah, you don't feel like you're getting ripped off if you're giving your brother a bit of a discount. It's like you've done something nice by him. Passing on, yeah, exactly. Passing it's like on. a gift, a gift that I'm getting receiving cash for. Yeah. Hey, um, uh, this is a bit of a a thing to steer clear of. Anyone going to the states? Um, I've got a because yeah. I'm I'm meeting up with you in how many days now? Twenty five, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty six days. It, that soon? Twenty six days. Oh wow! I, I'll be in New York City with Josh. Yeah, and we'll be back together, uh, podcasting. Amongst other things. Is that what people need to steer clear of the US while we're there? Is no, 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 no. Definitely come to the US if at that time. We probably won't see you, but it's a big place. But you've got to get your visa. It's a big place. You've got to get your visa yeah, to go there as an the Australian. Esther, the Esther form? The Esther. And like it is, for, for a dummy like me, uh, you type in Esther into <laughs> Google and you just swamp. Yeah. There's like hundreds of pages you can click on to buy your Esther. And I was thinking, fuck, this seems dodgy. I can't. Re- I did it in tw- mm. 2012, and I can't remember how much I paid, but I remember I did it and I got into the country. But now um, it's a lot different. It just seems more complicated, and you can pay up to like a hundred and twenty dollars or something. Which yeah, don't do that. No, have the- you have you worked out the? So is this a is this a warning? Is this a PSA? This you is actually- yeah. This is a warning. Okay. So the way I found the place, the the right site was writing in Esther scam, and then there's like a news article that comes up that says this is where you buy the legit Esther, and it's like fourteen dollars Australian, which yeah. is a lot different to a hundred and twenty dollars. So well, they're all third party companies, right? That are just trying to uh, that are doing well from an SEO point of view. It's amazing. But, um, they're all ads. The yeah. first ten listings, uh, you know, how it says little. It says ad. They're paid to be there. Um, it's crazy that that they this is allowed for a country like America, where there's third party people that are just pay, basically charging a service fee to to process your Esther. So it's not actually they're not actually full scam websites. Because they do give you your Esther. They just yeah. I mean, there is there is scammy as a travel agent is. <laughs> you know? It's like if you're well, going. Well, there goes Flight by... Center as our next fucking sponsor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's we've really fucked ourselves there. But the uh, I had the same thing happen when we're looking for. We had to get visas to go into to Turkey. Yeah. But the the thing that I would suggest is going on to the Smart Traveler website, oh, yeah. which is an Australian government run website. And it will normally tell you there if you need a visa and they'll obviously have the link to the official page. Oh, good idea. So then you can avoid all that sort have of Have you got yours yet? I know, or you went yeah. within the last two yeah, years. Yeah, so I think they have... Now, they've got about... They have... Um, was it three three or four years or something on each one? I thought I it was only, two years. Yeah, I just did mine um, last year for my bro's wedding. Oh, that's so right. So I think we're all clear um, did you but, have um, to, because my friend, uh, he's going, right, he'll be in America at the same time, and he said that, he said to me, have you done it yet? And I said, no. He said, yeah, you've got to put in your fa- your social media followers. Like, you've got to put in mm. what what your social media is and how many followers we have. 
That's different since I did it. Did you do that? No. So I think that it's optional at the moment. Um, there was definitely the options to be able to do all that sort of stuff. But um, what the options to yeah, brag I mean, if they ask you? Exactly. Well, how many followers? Well, you got? I mean, the thing is, I mean, it's more about like uh, the risk with it is that um, I guess where they're going to use it is. Um, they'll click on those links potentially. So if you get pulled, I think it would only be an issue if you were pulled in to a, um, you know, for further investigation or whatever. Say for instance, you were doing some sort of doc- making a documentary and you were meant to be on a journalist visa and you're traveling oh, yeah. on a, a um, tra- like just a uh, holiday visa. Um, yeah, then they could look and say, hey, you just posted on Instagram that you're working on this documentary. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're you're wearing a think- American onesie, <laughs> and you've just said you're moving to America, and you're here <laughs> yeah, on a travel traveling visa, holiday visa. Get exactly. the fuck out! They're full on. Well, aren't it's they? actually happened. Yeah, well, in um, I know, I think it was Indonesia. Uh, some pe- some journalists were exported for um, for traveling on the wrong visa. Mm. So um, it does happen, but um, yeah, yeah, as you said, they. When you go into LAX or wherever you're going, you know, flying into in the US, they are they're pretty intimidating. Mm. Yeah, well, they ask you why you're here. Like, mm. they really don't want another fucking struggling actor to be in their country. <laughs> <laughs> but you would, I'm sure your alarm bells are going to go off with you. You've got that vibe. What? If anyone's got struggling the, actor vibe, struggle. You do have. Uh, making it in Hollywood look. <laughs> Especially um, now that I'm 30. The older you get, the yeah. more they think, fuck, this yes. guy's having one last crack. <laughs> Spot on. They're going to be like, Is it, are, you, are you mates with Jason Dundas? Is there some sort of connection here? But the... Um, no, I I think that... Um, yeah, it's. I don't think you have to have to worry too much in the sense of... Uh, the, the extra risk that I think Bree and I have is that we are, um, uh, I think we're going to be going on Turkish Airlines and my vibe would be flying into the States from a Muslim country, there's probably an extra level of um, bullshit that you'd have to go mm. through in regards to them being hard asses. Yeah, it's oh, interesting. I can't wait. 20, 26 days. Booyah. Yeah. So we're going to have a lot of uh, guests. We've been, uh, I said that fun in a funny way guests it's late here it's uh, 10.30 uh, so we're, we're locking them in we're, we've got uh, we've got like a, we'll have at least a dozen Americans on the show in October yeah it's yeah I mean I'm I'm also I'm looking forward to that but I'm really looking forward to eating um, some American junk food uh, you know What's on your list? Well, What's t- uh, top on your list? Shake Shack, New York City. Mm-hmm. I know it's now infiltrated LA, but um, the original, that's from NYC, Shake Shack. Yeah. I had it I had it like uh, probably a month and a half ago in London. Oh, you maybe did? Maybe two months ago now. And? Yeah. yeah, it was good. I mean, the thing is that it's a, um, I think junk food, like, yeah, it's it's a hard one. I think like I actually prefer In and Out Burger and stuff like that, where you can be having something that's a treat. Yeah, that doesn't you don't feel shit afterwards. Maybe we can make that's, a that's a risk. Make a few little videos about the the, the junk food. 
I know it sounds boring yeah. when you sell it like that, but we should just do one. I'll, <laughs> I'll make it. Shake Shack um, is in and out Burger actually any good? Because Australians are obsessed. Like, immediately yeah. me saying this, if you're an American, you're probably like, bro, that's just fucking what's down the corner. You know, down the corner's been here forever. <laughs> but there's a novelty factor for Australians because when you do go over there, like, it's we do have our junk food here, but it's they've got, like, you know, the Burger Kings and all of... Um, juniors, Carl's Jr., so many more. Like, you go to, even if we go to New Zealand, there's more junk food outlets there than there is in Australia. Yeah. Wendy's. So it's, it Auckland's seems pretty surprisingly tame uh, bad for that stuff. Like, there's yeah. so, like, yeah, I was really surprised. So we'll make a few little reviews. What's better? Mm. Uh, is it any good? I, I had a bit of a blowout yesterday, Father's Day, after my party. Mate, you can have a, you can have a blowout. Yeah, of course. It's uh, it's my birthday weekend, and it's Father's Day, so we had McDonald's for breakfast, and then McDonald's for dinner. <laughs> You're literally, that's that is the perfect Father's Day. It was amazing because I was, you know, I was a bit hungover, and I was like, I don't want to go to a cafe because Amy said, let's mm. go out for breakfast. I said, great idea. Then I stood up and realised that I didn't want to be around people. Couldn't walk. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I stood up and I was like, oh. I don't want to be around anyone. I just wanted to be with Amy. Uh, you know, I'm so no, glad ca- that other people feel that way about not being around other people. <laughs> yeah, mate, I'd had 32 drinks the night before. You just had had a few but glasses is, of water. This is, <laughs> this is what I've said, though. I'm constantly at hangover phase my whole life. <laughs> if what you crave on a hangover is what I want to eat all the time. And the idea the feeling that the world feels a bit overwhelming that feeling yeah. that's just me every like Brie was asking me today she said um, we're waiting at the bus stop but I was like waiting like probably 50 metres away just down the road away from everyone else yeah it's like what are you what are you doing like the bus <laughs> you're not going to be able to get on the bus I'm just like people it's too many people yeah well that's but, yeah. so you feel, do you feel okay you're going to have a good healthy day today yeah, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. We got leftover food from Saturday night, so there's some amazing Mexican that uh, I'll, I'll definitely punish. I'm definitely I'll over eating over Mac. I couldn't. I don't know how. If you could, people who eat junk food every single day, it's um, you must feel <laughs> I've shit done it. because you de- I definitely <laughs> yeah. feel like I need some um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know those um, heartburn heartburn <laughs> medication. Oh, you got a bit of reflux or something. Uh, yeah, it's um no. But would you consider what? What do you think? So I've been doing um fasting. I mentioned it. I think a, a week ago. We've been one week of doing every single every single day. We've been doing sixteen hour fasts. Uh, it's it's good. It's easy. I appreciate it because you're just budgeting so that you can do this American trip with yeah. me. That's pretty much yeah. why. That, One well, meal a day reduces eight. costs. I've worked it out. Probably $400 we're saving. <laughs> well, the funny thing is that I actually don't think fasting for 16 hours a day isn't actually that phenomenal. Like, it's not that amazing. It's literally like finish eating at 5 p.m. and don't eat again until 9 a.m. Yeah, that's all right. It's, uh-huh. it's not bad at all. Like they're talking as if this is some sort of crazy thing. I think well, you're that, like, sleeping for the majority crazy. of that time. Yeah, oh, like, I've been going to bed at five thirty. I mean, how else am I going to do it? <laughs> five thirty, sleep till nine. Classic. Have have uh, a Big Mac waiting for me. Um, 
can we can we do all my shit breakfast? Bree Bree's been wanting me to mention. Yes, she's mentioned it uh, multiple times before the show. Just um, it's not really a, a good story at all. It's literally just how shit our breakfasts have been lately. And specifically, <laughs> well, James has just turned off the podcast. He hates food updates. So, uh, well, the food updates coming from Bree, but the. Um, <laughs> It's so hard in some countries to order a good coffee, to know what to say, especially if you're not just getting an espresso. Yeah. We've been trying all this. Like, if you ask for a um, uh, cappuccino in some places, like, you get all froth and no actual coffee. Really? And then, yeah. And then, so, we've been, we say, uh, can we have a strong coffee? Like, just all these different ones. I asked for a... Um, I said... Can I get... They've been giving these huge mugs of um, coffee. I said, can we get a cappuccino in like a small mug? So they gave us like a fucking baby chino, like <laughs> tiny, tiny. It's a disaster. They just take... So, they um, take it so literally. They've heard, yeah. oh, cappuccino just has more froth on the top and a bit of chocolate. Okay, so we'll go all... Pretty much all froth and some chocolate. <laughs> all froth. Um <laughs> Word of the day. Yeah, quickly. I, I've got one for you. Megalomania. Ooh. Yeah, I, I don't have any clue. Something, it's have big. Have a guess. It's big. Megalomania. Megalomania. Um, maybe it's like, yeah, you go big on everything you do. Everything has to be large. You, you're just obsessed yeah, with getting big things. Very close. An obsession with the exercise of power. Okay, so you're, you're an egomaniac. You're um, a bit of a no. You're a megalomaniac. Trump would be a megalomaniac. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, literally. I mean, yeah. If you're the president, and especially the way he rolls, mm. um, he's rich. He's yeah, powerful, I mean, that's be, and now he's more powerful yeah. and, and more rich. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty outrageous. Yeah. So he's, I would say, a megalomaniac. I don't think that's a controversial thing to say. I think no, probably and I don't know if it's on all sides. Yeah, I guess he could. Some people just like that. Does it make you a bad person? Megalomaniac? I mean, any yeah. anything that has the word maniac in there is, yeah, has it have sort of some negative connotations. <laughs> just just quickly before yeah. before we go, I was um I was rereading Save the Cat, which is a book on um, screenwriting because yeah. I saw a um I watched a video by Colin and Samir, a couple of YouTubers who were mentioning it, and I haven't read it in probably like. 10 years and I had it on Kindle so I gave it a bit of a listen but um, he talks in the book about like a creating like a one line or like a um, uh, they call it like a byline so it's a it's a one word is it byline is that the right phrasing that I'm using it's so. basically a, a, sorry a log line a log line is what he calls it so okay. a log line is one sentence to be able to describe the film that you're making and yeah, great. his point is that you need to be able to do describe the whole film or you know get people excited in one line what do you think our log line of the daily talk show would be fuck i don't know that's something to think about i've had a big week and don't put that shit on me but what i can think <laughs> well, of we- is for john wick that uh, movie you haven't seen it but i can give you their log line um, yeah. Kill guy's dog. Uh, he gets angry and kills everybody. That's pretty much. That's <laughs> that's the movie you've seen. You, like you know podcast. exactly. 
<laughs> well, so how about this? This, all right. this would be good. Why don't we get other people to do it? Hi at the daily talk yeah, Can you help us? Because I can't work out what it is. I was thinking there's meant to be a bit of irony in it. Look up log line and sort of get the rules. I was thinking, um, yeah, like a conversation sometimes worth recording doesn't fucking explain it at all. Yeah. So if if you have a good log line for the uh, for the podcast, let us know. Hi at the Daily Talk Show. Are you saying dot com? Are you saying that we'll have have it re-recorded into our um, intro? That could be yeah, fun. We w- yeah. How about that? Like, so we will pick a log line. Let's give it a month of getting suggestions. But by the end of September, we will launch a new intro which has uh, our new log line and we'll replace everything on our bios to describe our show that way yeah i like this okay so well, no, i'm glad you had this idea because yeah i couldn't have had well, this it only came off the bat of you not being able to fucking <laughs> not being able to come up with one this could <laughs> yeah, have ended great. very quickly so this is great <laughs> it's the daily talk show everyone uh we'll see you tomorrow have a great monday catch us see you guys